If you're only here to cause drama, come sit next to me. If you're looking for the bare necessities, you found them. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome to the Real House Bears. Oh, podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Les Poissons. My hometown of France. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're freaking me out. I didn't get to do <laughs> it last time because we I had to do the Sutton one. That's but, true. The Parisian, <laughs> whatever that word is, that is a completely made up word. <laughs> Just do Paris themed. Sometimes I do talk in code. So we have to give a shout out to Clavicle Girl on Instagram who defended your honor. They had never heard the word Parisian either. Thank God. So <laughs> I feel I feel stupid whenever I'm doing this podcast once <laughs> so hey, you've got some support out there. So thank you for that validation. Not only is my speech impediment starting to show its ugly face again since elementary school, but sometimes I just feel a little stupid. I don't know what any no, of these words mean. No. Hey, just because you don't know something, it doesn't mean that you're stupid. It just means you don't know something. I have street smarts. But I do know how to give a damn good blowjob. <laughs> Listen, you've got all kinds of smarts. I grew up on the rough streets of Sparks on Probasco Way, man. Yes. What, what? Probasco? Uh, I can't do a uh, pee with my finger slang. I can't do <laughs> I don't it. Know <laughs> I don't know how that works. But I really, I'm glad that you did a Parisian. I wasn't expecting it. You know, like last week was one of the only times that I ever knew ahead of time what kind of what you were going to do. I mean, I never see the execution. No. But, so, but every week, I'm I'm quite genuinely surprised. A lot of times, it's ten minutes before we start is when I figure it out what I'm going to do. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's I love it. It's, I look forward to it. Every Every time it's a great way to energize me to see what kind of insanity you're gonna come up we with. We didn't get it week. recorded, so sorry, people, it's not gonna be online. You have shown me nothing, but you're an untrustworthy person. This week is all about Erica Jane, mm -hmm. not just Beverly Hills Housewives, I'm talking about the news. Everything is about Erica Jane. Yes. And this episode is called Liberation of Erica Jane. It's kind of like every episode of New Jersey last season was named after Teresa. Mm -hmm. I wonder if every episode of this <laughs> Oh, yeah, of the probably is going to be. be named after Erica But Jane. I definitely saw Erica in a different light after this episode. Yes, but, you know, in her real life this week, her lawyers dropped her. Mm -hmm. And then a few days later, undropped her. And then just recently, there was news that Girardi's law firm loaned her company, or her herself, I don't know the specifics, $20 million. That's a lot of dough. So it's a lot of bad press for her. But again, to me, I don't, maybe I'm just an optimist, but to me, none of this is proof to me that she knew where any of this money was coming from. Yeah. I believe I said last week, I don't believe she talked about money with him, and I think he would probably be insulted if she talked about money with him. So I am, you know, maybe I'm a glass-half-full kind of guy, but I am still innocent until proven guilty, and I just want to believe that she didn't know where any of this money was coming from. It's better to allude to the situation, because you never know who's listening. 
Yeah, I'm going to talk about it a lot during this episode, so let's not blow our wad on it. Okay, okay, we'll hold <laughs> off on it. Well, and uh, you, we do still have our Whitney and Justin episode to come out. Yes. It has been edited. It's ready to go. We're just waiting on a few final details and approval before we can release it. So that will hopefully be out really soon. I'm excited because this Saturday... Whitney is having an Iris and Bo pop-up shop here in town. I know, I'm excited. I wish I could go. Yeah, I'm really excited to go. She's going to have some pop-up shop only product that's going to be there, some items that are personalized for the housewives that can't give away too much. But by the time this airs, it'll already be over, so I guess it won't really matter. So she's going to have some items with her tagline on it there. You're going to have to tell us about it after you go on the next podcast. Yeah, I'm really excited to go because... Again, I'm kind of obsessed with my Iris and Bo skincare now. Me too. I love doing it every day. I'm glad she gave us two because I'm leaving this weekend and I'm taking it with me. Like, I have never in my life done a true daily skincare regimen. Again, I go through periods where I remember to put on moisturizer every day, but that's about the extent of it. But every morning I'm like going step one through four. Of my Iris and Bose skincare. And there's still masks that we haven't used oh, that's know. in there. Enzyme oh, masks and charcoal masks. And yeah. I'm... Peptide masks. I don't know. They're this, crazy masks. Well, this week she posted on social media that <laughs> she accidentally left the house with her mask on. With her on. mask on, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she encouraged everyone else to do it. And I was like, I'll do it. I, I won't do it. <laughs> What if I showed up to the pop-up shop on Saturday with my Iris and Bow mask on? <laughs> Look like you're just peeling away. Yes. Hey, you're listen. like, I just got a really bad sunburn. <laughs> I mean, Meredith showed up in a mask to the Salt Lake finale party. You showed up in a mask to the Salt Lake viewing party finale viewing party at Beauty Lab and Laser. So why don't I just show up in an Iris and Bow beauty mask at the Iris and Bow pop-up shop? You're going to be talk of the town. Whitney told me to do it on social media right there. She told everyone to do it. If you do it, you have to video it. <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to have the courage to do it. I know. That's a hard no. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know you wouldn't. <laughs> well, let's talking of courage. There we go. Oh, segue. segue. King of segues. <laughs> but really, Erica, it seems like this is just a few days past the divorce uh, filing. And she's already on camera. And she just got done moving her stuff into a new house. Yeah. So I feel like this is, has to be really difficult. And you know, a lot of people are like, well, if you're going through all these horrible things, why would you film a TV show about it? And, you know, for one thing, that's what they sign up for. Yeah. But another thing, she can't afford to not have that paycheck. And two, or three, <laughs> she doesn't have anything to hide. Yeah, I, 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 I certainly hope not. So yeah. I think that this is really hard for her. I had a heaviness, even though she tried really hard to be light for this entire episode. She really, really tried to. There was just a real heaviness. Yeah. And then on top, you know, speak, that was another big thing this week, the Free Britney situation. Like, it's been a heavy few days. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and we just got a little bit of... It from Britney's side, and it's truly horrifying. Yes. That is owning somebody and owning their body. 
Yes, it makes me really start to think that you know how people were saying that sometimes Britney would give little hints on social media. Mm -hmm. Now it's making me think that maybe she was. I 100% think she was. I mean, there was a whole podcast created just from those hints. It is devastating that any human being that has worked that hard in their life is nothing but a slave. Not like a labor slave. But she literally but she is, is a enslaved. slave. Yeah, she is enslaved. Her body is enslaved. Like, she, that is insane. Her relationships are controlled. She is not allowed to go to a doctor to have an IUD removed that she didn't want in the first place. Well, how else do you leave something like that that is legally controlling your life but to create hints to the public in some form or fashion and when it all comes out that she did in fact leave hints for people to help her that is like some crazy nancy drew people are already on people are already on it i can guarantee i mean it's just crazy there are people who have been collecting these hints all along i promise you and there's going to be all kinds of TV documentaries, all kinds of stuff. There's one that just came out on Hulu that um, we're gonna have to watch, and I think it's more on from her side. Uh, Remember that Britney documentary that came out on MTV years and years ago? It was where she was crying, like. Bless, I, it's so hard hard. to watch. It's so hard to watch. So to like to completely fall apart yourself, fall apart, and then have people legally telling you that you cannot control your own self for years i feel yeah. so you know bad most for people just get to go to therapy my god most people just get to maybe be take some medication to help them cope it, it's like joe gorga says it's the fame monster her dad got a taste of the fame and got literally has money. enslaved her daughter his daughter it's that, crazy it's hard to even imagine it's heartbreaking so but you know what is it hard to watch erica doing that boss walk in in this episode <laughs> yes look at you segue, i'm Chris. trying to learn <laughs> <laughs> you know it was a pretty amazing entrance i like say. she's like boom boom it's a pretty am- she looks beautiful and she's being very smiley when you look good you feel good and so sometimes you just have to put things on just for yourself and just sort of be in your own little fantasy for a second yeah she does seem lighter <sighs> but i'm i just feel like this first moment she's just smiling over how she's probably overwhelmed being back on camera the first time well, imagine having to talk to all of these people sitting in it. the car ride there she you could see she has so much anxiety i mean she didn't even react to the fact that Kyle and Rena are wearing the same dress. Unless they cut it out. <laughs> no, Unless they cut it out. Like, I, think she's that, so... I think they all forgot about it, too. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like so much tension when they walked in the room. Like, the small talk was difficult. Yeah, it was. The small talk was really, really difficult. I do like that all the ladies cheered when she walked in. Yeah. They're like, positive, positive. Yes, yes, yes. I like, and Erica's like, what's going on, ladies? Everybody's like, uh, uh, oh, us? We've just been talking about you for the past four yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, legit, this is all we've been I don't doing. really know what else there is to talk about. I mean, Colin Dorit had a moment. Yeah, so um, what's up with you? Yeah. <laughs> Out. 
So they go to the beautifully decorated dining room. Lunch is served. And Kathy can't find her place. Kathy can't even see where the table is, probably. Is that? I can't see. You know, that she said I was up here, but... But she certainly can't find her place card. <laughs> what? I, I don't... I don't want to encourage her to wear glasses or get contacts, but how come she just can't wear her glasses around? Uh, because she, yeah, yeah. She just wants, she doesn't want them on her face. She's no. Like, she's like a blindness over beauty. We get a, <laughs> we get a full Kathy Hilton scene in this. And so uh, this is, <laughs> I, I've been missing my Kathy time in the last episode, episode or two. So they talk about Mercury being in retrograde. And I just don't understand any of that stuff. I haven't taken the time to really learn, but like the rising and leaving and, and people are like <laughs> Mars is attacking and I just don't understand. Well, it all. just understand that generally when Mercury is in retrograde, things are out of whack. Retrograde. Like it's back in the 80s? Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> Super when retro? When Mercury goes back in time. Listen, time is just an illusion out in space, That's right. So when Mercury (laughs) changes decades, everything is wild. (laughs) That's what it means. Google it. (laughs) Google it. Google it. Garcelle believes in that stuff. I, You know what? I kind of do, too. I do, too, because whenever somebody's like, oh, the moon or something was messed up, I'm like, I was pretty crazy yesterday. Well, as a, <laughs> as a middle school teacher, no one had to even tell me when there was a full moon. Because kids are crazy. Absolutely. Wild. Like, literally, I would sometimes go, is today a full moon? And find out that, in fact, the day w- that was a full moon. I get hairier. I start running around the house. <laughs> I start barking at things. And you bark at things every day. <laughs> I am into a little kinky stuff, but that's not one of them. Well, Kyle blames her little mishap with Dorit on the plane on Mercury. It's Mercury's fault. Damn you, Mercury. And then she explains that Dorit is like a sister to her. And then just like sisters normally do, sometimes you'll just snap at each other. You'll and claw like, each other's faces off. Kathy's like, have I ever snapped at you? And I'm like, Kathy, of course you have. I mean, and Kyle was like, Kathy, of course you have. I mean, <laughs> Who hasn't? Seriously, if you grew up together with a sibling, you've snapped at your sibling. At any point in time. <laughs> oh, Kathy. Oh, Kathy. <laughs> oh, Kathy. We need a TV show called Oh, Kathy. <laughs> but Dorit agrees, and she was like, I would like to have a conversation with you so that we can, you know, to insinuate so we can fix this. Mm-hmm. And then Garce- man, Garcelle is shady. You know what? This Garcelle, is why she's in. You're right. I've, I've figured you had to give it her out. Time. I figured it out because Garcelle sh- throws great shade. She's kind of a B word. <laughs> I mean, like when she told Kyle, like, this is the time that you need to stop oh, right asking now. Or right now. Yeah, telling her to stop well, asking people to go in the pool. Her shade hurts. It does. It, it stings. It's mean. It stings <laughs> it because my it, feelings. Ad- it addresses real stuff. Yes. Because <laughs> she's like, should we get a timer? For long-winded Dorit, she told you she's kind of a b-word. I mean, it's 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 it hurts. It's it mean. Hurts. It's like, but you ow, know what? my person. But Dorit had a really great sense of humor about it. I think so. I hope she so. did there at the table. Yeah, I hope so. She did there at the table. We'll see. Yeah, because you know, I would go back home that night, and that would be I would stay up till three a.m. thinking that. 
Right. Like, that's all I would be doing. And then the next day I would be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, she seemed there at the table to take it pretty well. Yeah. I, I, she doesn't have any beef with Garcelle. You know. She does now. She'd be like, listen, Garcelle, you better sit down and get a glass of water because this is going to be a long-winded attack. <laughs> and then here's our real true Kathy moment. When we find out that Kathy speaks in shorthand. Where she'll start, oh, you know what, people who know each other, like you and I, yeah. we don't finish our sentences regularly because we can kind of read each other's minds half the time. But she, on the other hand, is like, you remember that movie with that one guy that was in it? Remember that? And then just move on. <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a, a very, one of my oldest and dearest friends talks in a shorthand. My friend JB. Oh gosh. <laughs> he'll you know, he'll just kinda start a sentence and stop at the end of it when you should be able to understand what the rest of the sentence is about. Yeah, you get it? And when you spend a lot of time with someone, you can do that. And I'm the type of person that I'm just so kind and I don't wanna be like I don't know, rude to the conversation. I just go, yeah, uh-huh. Even though I totally don't get what they're saying. Right. I will have like a full hour on conversation with Kathy and I will leave with nothing. Yeah, yeah, because Kathy doesn't need to be familiar with you. That's no, just how she that's talks. That's just how she is. And whatever Kathy says goes. <laughs> but I'm just so thankful that we got another scene with oh, her. I love her man. Real time with her. She needs she has been like kind of critiquing how everybody does things. Like, how people dress, how the caviar has to come out. Well, it seems as if she might be... They all, were, like, gave her attention about the caviar, so I wonder if she's, like, a caviar fanatic, if she eats a well, lot of Well, she's caviar. a Hilton. She probably has caviar with her Coke. I No, I've never tried caviar. Coca-Cola, not cocaine. I wanted to have fun, damn it. <laughs> I don't want that to be construed into something else. <laughs> Hey, that's important. That's it important. Is. That's important. Next thing you know, national headlines. House bears call Kathy Hilton cokehead. And then Teresa's going to come after me for talking about Gia. Gia. You know, like cocaine problems. There's telephone. It's going to be like a game of telephone. It'll get to her, and she'll think that I said it about Gia. Since we have a million listeners. Millions around the world. We are translated into five different languages. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that? People. <laughs> Them. Other people. Translators. They. People. That's, oh, awesome. I had no idea. There's, you know, people. <laughs> Stop the madness. Well, luckily we don't have to wait too long for Erica to be like, okay, let's talk about this. I know, because everyone starts talking about a new car, and Erica's like, I got a new car, and everybody's like just silent and just stares at her, and she's like... All right, okay. All right, well, let's just talk about this enormous, huge pink elephant that is in the room that is vibrating and screaming at the top of its lungs. <laughs> because I have to know what's going on. It has been two episodes leading up to this, and I need to know what's happening. Just, I've already watched a documentary, and I've already watched an episode already. I need to know what's going on with this lady. I just see a giant pink elephant vibrating. And just screaming at the top of its lungs. Like, there is no way you can not see it. That is terrifying. Or hear it. <laughs> it's kind of funny and terrifying. It doesn't vibrate. It doesn't penetrate. It doesn't do anything. Well, everyone's <laughs> ignoring it, so I'm very upset. <laughs> so is it. <laughs> you, see, you get it. I get it. I get it. 
So she left really because Tom's just been pushing her out for some amount of time. And it seems like COVID and being home 24-7, I mean, that broke a lot of relationships it in 2020 because distance. it made them even more distance because they did have conversations and it went nowhere. Yeah, it seemed like, the well, she said the conversations got shorter and shorter and shorter to where he just stopped communicating with her. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's She was kind of lonely in her own home. And I think that just exacerbated the situation. For sure, for sure. And she explains to the ladies, like, I didn't tell you because I don't want you to know anything that could legally pull you into this. Yeah, I mean, he's a, a very big deal lawyer. That's something I'd be scared of. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying a single word about Girardi. And so all of these scenes that we've been seeing of Erica this whole season so far, the previous five episodes, were really meek. I was complaining, get her out of her closet. Give me more than just her fashion. Turns out, it, all along, it was like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> and she has been moving out of her own home. <laughs> Spot, uh, Twi surprise twist. Twist, you only see the closets because her bedroom isn't even there. Right? <laughs> she doesn't even live there. Nothing is what it seems in life. Nothing. <laughs> You are so silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so she's been about a month. I say more than a month because according to the documentary, she had to go to court or to the somewhere to give a legal statement about Tom's financial situation. I do think that this her plan of of deciding to ultimately leave has been years in the making because you know, that thought hits your head. You don't just leave the next day. You contemplate it. You think about it. You try to work out with your partner. That takes a, a year or two. And once you finally hit a brick wall, you finally are done. So I think maybe she got pulled into this court thing and realized that was her brick wall. Everything that he was doing and saying was lying and it could potentially damage her. So she's like, that's it. I have to leave for myself. I really hope that's the case. Yeah, me too. I really too. hope that's the case. So far, it's looking that way. She says that Tom always dismissed her feelings. So, again, why, if she, if she can't even talk about, hey, um, that thing that you said hurt my feelings, she sure as heck can't talk about, hey, you know that $20 million that you loaned me? Where did that come from? Well, look at how dismissive she is of other women's feelings over the, the past seasons. She, uh, she learned it from them. Yeah, she's not allowed to have feelings. Oh, that's heartbreaking. And then as expected, she did file on election day to try to cover it. Which was smart. Yeah, I mean... But there's no way you can get away with that. <laughs> right, I mean, for her to think that it was going to completely fly under the radar is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But, but maybe it, it could have been worse. Maybe it, it been took worse. some of the edge off of it. Absolutely, it could have been worse, for sure. By the end of the night, people were more concerned about presidency than Erica Jane. Oh, yeah. Except for us Bravo fans, who are probably equally concerned about both. God, I needed to know, so... <laughs> right? And Kathy applauds her for handling herself so well at Lake Tahoe. She's like, girl, we, we, we never knew. Good for you. And then, right before it cuts to the commercial break, there's that dun-dun, and she's like, I'm mostly worried about what's going to come after me, because he will come after me. I know. Dun-dun-dun. <sighs> and then Kathy tells 
one of her shorthand stories about how big, big celebrities completely stay out of the public so they can remain out of the headlines. But she doesn't get that far. Like, I just now told more of the story than she Oh, did. I had no idea what she was saying. Yeah, because she left out... She, she just ends with a, you know... And I, then you're supposed to be able to fill in the blanks. I just wrote, Kathy, man, she sure lightens the mood without even trying, but who knows what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> well, just no. keep saying nonsense. I'm trying to understand, and I'm enjoying all, every bit of it. Well, they're like, well, this is a shorthand conversation story from Kathy, you guys. And then Kathy's like, well, at least I wasn't long-winded. <laughs> but again, Dory, Dory took kind of high-fives yeah, there from she that. She took yeah. that. She took that. So they move outside for dessert, and all... Every single lady there, I mean, how many is there? Like eight, I don't know, seven. They all stand around this one little tiny table. I love it that they all have their names on the I know, the wasn't dessert. that nice? That was cute. I didn't like that each of them only like ate like half of it. Barely any strawberries. I mean, I at least know. eat all your strawberries. I want to eat all of it. I want to oh, eat all of so it. Nom, 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 nom. Mm-hmm. Need to quit eating. Kathy and Dorit move inside to have a private conversation to really finally fix their tension and put this to bed. They both spoke to each other really kindly. Mm-hmm. They both owned their part in this. There was a moment. There was a moment when Dorit was wanted to like dive deeper and talk yeah. about other things, but it pulled in. Yeah, and it seems like they were hopefully really able to resolve it until the reunion, of course. Yeah. Hopefully. So I really hope so. And then the ladies go back inside because they're too cold. And they talk more about Erica leaving her home and... How she just picked up everything and just left. Yeah. And I believe it was Kathy that said something like, well, you feel kind of emotionally distant from this home situation. And Erica's like, it never really felt like my home. She was the third wife yeah. in that home. Yeah. Yeah, so... that's not, that wasn't her home. It wasn't decorated by her. It wasn't done right. anything. There's no memories there that were just hers. Yeah. So I, I feel, I understand that. And then in the other room, Kyle and Dorit are still talking to each other, but now they're talking about That's Crystal and Sutton. Sutton and Crystal. Ugh. So, and they're both on opposite sides about the situation. Right, because they've <laughs> each had private conversations with, with Crystal separately. Yeah. But when Crystal told the story to Kyle, it was a much less intense yeah, situation than when she told it to Dorit. Dorit, it sounded like an attack. Yeah, and you know, these women get very wrapped up in syntax. The fact that someone used the word violated, mm -hmm. that's what they're going to focus on. Yeah. And so that kind of leads us off to wonder how much more of this situation is going to happen. Why don't we take a little break and then we will have our own situation? Let's get out of this hot closet. Bye. Bye. I'll tell you guys this, I did not see it ending this way. Hi. <laughs> I was gearing up for some sort of like, and we're back. <laughs> nope. It's just a nice, gentle hi. Gentle. That's good. Gentle. We start off at Garcelle's house. You know those little scenes when they have their name and they do their little turnaround? Mm -hmm. 
Garcelle's dress is like dangerously short. It almost became inappropriate. Oh no. Someone else is coming up later. I don't I, I don't I think it might be Crystal. I'll see it in my notes. But there's two of them where I'm like, I think I see something I ain't supposed to see. Oh my. I mean, they are some short dress. Beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Beautiful. But I was like, you better show some leg, girl. You better get it. Um in this scene, I really like her denim jumpsuit. Oh, yeah, I love that denim jumpsuit. I love a jumpsuit. I mean, who doesn't love a jumpsuit? Communists. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, know. <laughs> Demona? Demona. I'm, that's a name I've never heard before. It's Demona. Like dem demotion. Or I was thinking Ramona. Ramona. <laughs> She's a dating coach. Garcelle has been in a dating dry spell since that guy from last season. So they're going to study how to fish. Yes, she she's looking for a soulmate. They start with a dream board for a boyfriend. She likes them kind. Kind. Loving. Loving. Loyal. Monogamous. Sweet. Sexy. And not too big. When she said that, I looked right at you. <laughs> I don't know how we can talk about this without being inappropriate. <laughs> Skip it 15 seconds, but my bear has a, what I like to call a weekend D. Oh yes, the meat. He does not have a Monday through Friday D. He has a weekend D. That's for when you want to have fun and you go out and you can only handle like one or two nights. But he wants it Monday through Friday. I can't And he wants it on the weekend too. Honey, that's a workhorse. Yeah. Humanly not possible. So I get you, Garcelle. Not too big. That's the thing. Caught me off guard for a second. <laughs> there is such a thing as too big of a diamond. Because if it's big, like, how are you supposed to have a sexual relationship constantly? Like, there's no way. You'd be walking with a limp or something or have to sit on a donut for the rest of your life. That's not fun. Like, give me a break, man. Do you agree? <laughs> Are you still laughing? I'm going to have to let you do the rest of this podcast <laughs> by yourself. Oh my, look how red you are. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I don't know. I don't know. Bear, this podcast is about learning. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's the lesson that we're trying to teach. There it is good for people out there trying to date. Oh my god. You know what I'm gonna say? Satnam. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Garcelle feels that guys are turned off because she puts her career first and she is incredibly independent. Well, she says she's been taking care of business by herself for a very long time. I, so uh, I I can see how that... Because a lot of men want to take care of women. Um, they want a little, they bit, want of a little bit of vulnerability. Yeah, yes. yes. But I really appreciated this vulnerable moment with Garcelle. I mean, I don't know that we've seen her cry. Mm -mm. And I don't... I mean, we do know a little bit about her story, but it was nice to hear a lot more of her story. And, you know, she just doesn't want to let any opportunities that have been given to her go to waste. And so it's hard to balance that. Yeah. Little by little, she's like an onion, just peeling away to get to her core. Find the layers. <laughs> 
cut to Erica's new home, which I think is lovely. Cute. Um, I believe I read it's a $1.5 million home compared to like the multi-million dollar home she was Well, I mean, it was like 65 and dropped down to like 16 or something. Yeah. Square footage. It's it's pretty, you know, it's kind of weird to think that to cut costs... You're still moving into a home worth over a million into a dollars, three and bedroom getting, home, and then going from like a Ferrari, but still to a Range Rover. Oh, yes, like I, I understand mean... that you really are seriously cutting costs, but Dang. as someone who could is not anywhere near affording a one point five million dollar home or a Range Rover, I'm just like, <laughs> maybe you need a Toyota Corolla, sister. <laughs> Come move into our spare bedroom. I know, right. <laughs> We'll give you the family friends discount. Seriously, like $300. You can maybe stay in the master bedroom for all I care. <laughs> she might have to with all those clothes. <laughs> Dang. Uh, but Mikey and Leia are there to help hang things on the wall, organize the, the spare be f- bedrooms. Be friends, I hope. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully they're not being paid to be there. Oh, man. Erica's latex houndstooth outfit in her confessional. Dang. I wrote that same thing down. So we did find out that a lot of these housewives um, have to pick out their own outfits and pay for their own outfits. And then production picks which one they're going to wear for their confessional. So they don't really even get last pick. So I want to know what Erica's lineup was. Was it all just latex outfits? Erica walks in like sex in heels. Because she's wearing <laughs> latex in everything. Yeah, even in her like little turnaround scene she's Is wearing a red, red latex. latex. Yeah, so I thought that was funny. Yeah, I don't know. That's wild. That's wild. So Erica dropped Tom off at work and was out of the house before the end of the day. And she didn't take a whole lot. She just took like a couch and some chairs. Really. Yeah, she did take a tiny table. But we don't really know any of the rest of the story quite yet. And I'm like, okay, so Tom potentially has dementia. I wonder how long it took him to figure out that she was gone. <gasps> Because she didn't leave a note or anything. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, how, I mean, how long? If, he probably got those papers, and he's just probably like, Erica, uh, Erica, she, Erica, she, I got papers from you. Are you home? Right? I'm like, how long did it take him to figure out that she was <laughs> the, 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 in that giant house and one couch was missing? <laughs> That's You have very valid. I mean, if he's got dementia, that... That's a good start. <laughs> um, did you notice that all of the spare bedrooms are really just closets? But basically. Yeah, she has one bedroom and then two closets. One bedroom is going to be for her outfits. Another one is going to be for her shoes, bags, jewelry, and other other um, accessories. Uh, but she, again, emphasizes that she spent a good portion of the relationship just, I think it might even be in a quote, shut up and be grateful. Yeah, she kind of felt, like, in debt to him. So she just was like, just let him do whatever he needed to do, financial-wise. I think he made her feel in debt to him. Yeah. I bet, I we really don't know 100%, but it did seem kind of like he was pretty controlling, well, I mean, you, demanding. You, you really saw those scenes where showing where he was cutting people off and really asserting his dominance, even against Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. And uh, against Erica in front of her friends. Ooh. But uh, I want to go back to her house. The wallpaper in her bathroom. Yeah. That has to be like some kind of trend or something because I am loving it. 
yeah. because when we were over at Whitney Rose's house doing the podcast, name drop. Her um, bathroom has this beautiful Victorian pastel-looking flower wallpaper that's like background is black so it's a very dark kind of bathroom but it's very sexy and, it's, and romantic it's still, but it's still very vibrant even though it's it dark. is yeah it's just so unique yeah and I've, beautiful yeah wallpaper has become a thing again yeah well for it, sure, it, just the bathroom i really yeah, love that yeah yeah Next, Sutton is getting a mammogram because she calls it a mistake, but I say I say she got the gift of is telling Kyle that she had never had one. Mm-hmm. You know, Kyle lost her mom from breast cancer, and so this is not the first time we've seen Kyle involved in a mammogram on the show. Yeah, and I wasn't going to say anything about how Sutton was being such a crybaby about it or having so much anxiety about it. All I'm going to say is go get your boobies checked, ladies and men. Go get your... Fellas checked. That's a lot of balls, dudes. Right. That's I need to do that. It was <laughs> it made me feel uncomfortable that they kept showing like the mammogram X ray. I, I was I kept feeling like I was looking at Sutton's boobies and I felt like I was, <laughs> I was looking at something that I shouldn't be looking at. <laughs> you know, I felt You're like no <laughs> I felt like Sutton got violated by that editing right there. I feel like that is that I was, mean it's very I mean you get the outline of the boob and the insides. <laughs> and it shows the nipple and everything. Everything it's just like I, I feel like I'm looking at Sutton's boobs without her permission this isn't nice yeah let's go back to the men of uh new jersey and let's go get their prostate checked yeah let's go (laughs) testicles and prostates checked uh but of course kyle is there to support her and then they bring up the conversation between crystal and dorit about sutton Uh. and crystal and this is where the word violated comes comes out well it came up from dorit to kyle but this is where sutton now hears the word violated i do think the timeline was a little bit messed up from the time people asked kyle about it to the point that sutton talked to her about it but it then later on it shows her like Telling everybody, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds like Crystal said that she wasn't going to talk to anybody about this, and now she's talking to you and Dorit about it. Yeah, and saying like, that she felt violated, like, that's kind of a tough word. But Kyle's like, you need to nip this in the bud. You really got to just finalize this, Sutton, okay? Mm-hmm. Eric and Rena then are going to a hotel restaurant. You can tell that the California lockdown is still kind of fresh. Yeah. Because they're so excited about going to a hotel restaurant. I love that they got hot toddies. Yeah, me too. I never thought about a hot toddy just as a cocktail. Well, I think during the... It's fall, so it's chilly outside, and they are outside, so think... They probably just wanted a warm drink. I've only had hot toddies for, like, medicinal purposes. I know. know, I mean, it works. It works. In the South, if you have a cold, they're like, let me make you a hot toddy. It's good for you. It's COVID time. When I had a really bad sore throat and that cold, I was drinking hot toddies every day, and it made me feel so good. Probably because you were wasted. I was trashed. But dang, my throat felt better. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that Erica immediately was like, let's talk about you, Rena. What's going on with you? Tell me about Rena Beauty. And uh, we really just find out that this is Rena's first direct-to-consumer business, and she's really excited It about just it. kind of phases over it a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, well, uh, now on to Back you, Erica. Erica. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling, Erica? <laughs> um, but again, more of the same. This is the most vulnerable Erica's ever felt. And that's got to be scary to just be on your own all of a sudden after all these years and just 
all of those responsibilities that probably weren't her responsibilities. Yeah, he was the boss. He was the boss. And this is where they show the flashback of all the times that Tom 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 started his dominance. So Erica did not leave a note. He just literally got served papers the next day. He had no idea she was gone. I want, I want, yeah, I wonder, I wonder, because I'm sure she's gone all the time for various reasons. Again, did he notice that there was a couch missing? Did he notice all of her clothes and and closets were empty? But we see real emotion in Erica's confessional, lots of tears. Now we're starting to see a lot of tears, a lot of things are bringing up, because before, when she was in the house, she kind of got teared up about how much she's had to downsize and stuff but now everything the more she's talking about it the more emotional it's been for her right and so i'm like okay now i'm because i hate when she's just such a strong stoic woman i want to see some kind of emotion from her because this is scary well i think what really makes her see appears what really makes her sad here is the thought that i bet tom doesn't care yeah that's right that i bet tom's like well she decided to leave bye yeah I think Good luck to her. Yeah, I think that's what's hurting her the most. But, again, another dun-dun cut to the commercial when she says he has some real challenges ahead of him. Ooh, so, again, I feel, like, I feel like that insinuates she knows some legal and or financial Like laws. I said, that was the final thing that broke the camel's back. That yeah. was the, the legal issue. She's like, that's this is... The world telling me that I have to break it off now and I have to leave. Yeah, so that was chilling. We finish off the episode at Crystal's house. She's there with her cousins. It was, yes, it was Crystal. Again, when she does her little turnaround thing with her name, a dangerously high dress. I'll have to look out for her. Her and Garcelle both. I'm like, you are showing some legs. (laughs) They forgot the skins for the dumplings. So she sends her husband off. So Crystal's cousins are over there helping them prepare for a dumpling-making evening with the housewives. That sounds like so much fun. And as soon as they realize they forgot the dough, she's like, Rob, you have to go. She doesn't Run. ask. She doesn't ask. Run. She's like, you have to go right now. I mean, who else is going to do it? Well, I mean, I'm sure they have a staff. Who was that woman who was serving cocktails earlier? <laughs> <laughs> or co- serves cocktails later, actually. Uh, Kyle calls Sutton to see what she's wearing. She's like, do you think that I need a coat? Shady. Bump bump. But but bump. Sutton's like, do you want me to bring you one? <laughs> and I was like, you're not bringing me a coat in the night. Yeah. <laughs> you're not bringing me a coat in the that night. That's so hysterical. Garcelle shows up first. She's of always course. the first one. She's I'm surprised Rena wasn't second. That's why I asked you during. That. I was like, who do you think is going to show up next? Oh, because I, I thought it was going to be Lisa I too. I didn't put it together right away. I just now thought um, that. Dorit shows up next, and yeah. then Sutton shows up with a jacket that jacket dress that's way too small for her oh yeah i somebody you know again i think that she has just a a a body shape still maybe buy one that's a little bit i don't know i I feel like less less of a pencil outfit and more of a um you know again give give yourself a waist girl Give yeah, yourself, give yourself something. Uh, but she intentions look good so far. She brought Crystal a bottle of tequila that looks very expensive. Ooh. So things look good. Renica, 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 Renica are riding together. Ew. 
Erica of Renica meets Rob for the first time. But Erica looks real super sexy tonight. She I'm like, always looks you sexy. do know that you're making food tonight, right, Erica? I mean, you're, <laughs> that's like those thigh high right. heels. A and... lot of people don't care about that. Oh, she don't care. <laughs> Fashion darling. She is down for whatever. I don't know what she's down for, but she's down for it. So they all go outside again, and then Sutton excuses herself. I didn't realize at the time that Crystal had called her in. I just thought that she was oddly excusing herself. I'm like, this is weird. I thought that was the same. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Um, but then someone comes in to make drink, and Erica orders a hot toddy again. I'm like, mm, again, maybe I need to start drinking hot toddies. Kyle gave Erica some THC oil that she and Mauricio used. For intimate play. Erica is feeling lit. She is feeling it because I'm not going to say it. I'm going to let her say it. Everywhere. (laughs) She put it every. She is tingling literally from head to toe. I put it all over my clit and all over my vagina. Ooh, tingling. I want to try some THC oil. I want some. And put it all over my product. And Garcelle wants some too. Yeah, she's like, it's kind of like when Harry met Sally moment. She's like, I'll have what she's having. We find out, in fact, that Sutton has gone into the house to talk to Crystal. Crystal's like, listen, everyone's talking about this, and it's annoying. Isn't it annoying to you? She's like, oh my god, that's what I was going to tell you about. And Sutton's like, maybe it's because you've been talking about it. Seriously. And she's like, oh no, they've been asking me about it, so, so I, I had have to, to talk. tell them. And I'm like, no, that's no, not, that's not how it you works. Don't have to, if and you're, you're like, serious about you're. It. Like diminishing her character by doing it. But it doesn't take very long for them to quickly come to an understanding and say, let's go outside and squash it. Let's just do it. Seems like, oh, this is going to be easy. How nice. So they go out to start to talk to the ladies, but then Sutton brings up the violated. So she brings in a whole new argument. Yeah. Now that they've tight squash some of it. That's great. So while we're on this topic... Oh, Sutton. So... But Crystal was kind of trying to defend herself while Sutton was talking and saying, yeah, we both feel this way. And it's like, but Crystal, you have been talking about it after we said not to. So that's why we're here right now. But even though they agreed to squash it inside and then Sutton didn't squash it outside, I feel like... Crystal did still eat a little bit of humble pie so they could squash it and have a fun rest of the evening. Yeah, I hope so. I don't know how genuine it was, but I feel like she was like, okay, I'm not going to argue with you about this anymore. I really want it to be over. Whatever you're saying is fine. Let's have a good night and go make dumplings. I want to have fun and make some dumplings. Oh, and I love that they all have custom aprons. They were cute as a dumpling. Cute as a dumpling. Cute as a dumpling. That's adorable. Dory can't wait to do this for PK. I can't wait to do this for PK. He's going (laughs) to love this. We're going to give it to all the children. Do I hear, Dory? So, uh, Kyle says the dumpling looks like Rinna's lips, which I thought was funny. <laughs> but then the editors throw in some great shade. Like, <laughs> and they pull up a picture. At least with her, like, lips pursed, practically. And it looks just like one. <laughs> shade, 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 shade. So good. And then Garcelle, way too soon, 
Erica, I want you to meet my dating like, coach. Like, oh my, like, are you kidding? She literally just told you guys uh -uh. the details about her divorce that yeah. is going to be very difficult for her. Yeah. Doesn't Do you not think she's got other things on her mind than dating right now? Yeah. I understand that she was kind of hoping that it would be kind of therapy for her to kind of rearrange her thoughts and what she does want to look for, but she is nowhere close to looking for anybody right I now. I mean, she just said earlier that she's going to at least wait 90 days before even considering it. And y'all... There's going to be, a, like, a divorce that needs to happen yeah, first. Yeah, <laughs> Garcelle, you are just crazy this she, episode. She's really warming up. I'm really warming up to her, I it's guess. It's because she's giving drama. And she's giving great shade. I just, I'm just recognizing her gifts. Mm. I'm recognizing her gifts and mm. her version of having fun. Mm. Just because her version of having fun isn't the same as my version of having fun, it doesn't mean that she doesn't have fun. Yes. Therapy. I didn't know it was going to be like this. Party. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the growth I just experienced? That was pretty good. I'm pretty happy for you. You're, you're growing up and to be a, a real big bear. That's what this show's about. It's about learning <laughs> and it's about growing <laughs> and experiencing. So the ladies finish up <laughs> going outside. I'm not done. And they have some really nice camaraderie about how they make fun of each other, but. If someone outside their group tried to make fun you of you, you better someone. shank them right there yeah, on the spot. They for got me. Each other. So that was a real lovely kumbaya moment to end the episode and to feel like, you know, Erica's not going to be alone. And also, journey. Kyle says, I see a lighter Erica right now. Even though she's going through all this stuff, she. I honestly think she feels kind of like seems kind of lighter in this episode as well. Like um, I once don't... she got there, she kind of loosened up and kind of let some of her worries go. I think. I think it's well, you know, we know she's on antidepressants and she's drinking on top of those antidepressants. Maybe she's just got a good buzz. I mean, obviously <laughs> with that THC oil. Oh, and she's covered in THC oil. Yeah, she's like, ain't nothing gonna phase yeah, so, me today. Yeah, she is lighter because she's, she's floating. She's like high as she's a kite. Floating. Yeah. So, I mean, I want her to be happy and to feel well, but I ain't buying that she is already. No. She, there's a so, lot. So, I mean, there's a lot to go on and there's a lot to worry about, um, especially now and uh, today. And then Erica leaves us with a cryptic message. What was the cryptic message? She said again, um, there's uh, like troubling times ahead of me for me, rough uh. times ahead of me uh, for me. Something along the lines of that. I just, I didn't, I didn't write it down. I just wrote down cryptic message because she keeps ending each episode leading into there's much a, more to come. a bigger situation yeah, to come. there's much more to come. Well, I'm excited about what's seeing to come, what, seeing what's to come, and I'm nervous about seeing what's to come. Probably just going to have to have a lot of anonymous sex. I'm excited. Well, I hope you all are excited about this week's episode and this season of Beverly Hills. I've been... Last week, you know, again, I thought it was kind of a dud. Kind of slow. But this week was lots of new, exciting stuff. We finally got to get some info on Erica, which I needed. Yes. So get some info on us on our socials. On Facebook and Instagram, we are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears, and you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You could also find us on YouTube at The Real House Bears, and you could find us on 
any platform that plays podcasts. And if there is an area where you can give us a five-star rating and a very nice written review, please do so. We really, 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 really rely on that. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great week. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Sound check is on. Sound. <clears throat> oh my! You better warm up. A, hold on, hold on. Me, 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 me. This is a test. This is a test. This is only a test. I feel a little froggy myself. I'm feeling. Well, I think it's because we had the window open yesterday. Feeling little froggy. All that pollen. Pollen killing me.